It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Happy Friday morning, Buckeye Nation, and welcome to Buckeye Breakdown. It's our preview and prediction podcast. It's the Ohio State Buckeyes get ready for a second consecutive road game. They've got the Northwestern Wildcats in Evanston in what is actually not looking like a great Saturday. The weather was supposed to be great. We've got an updated forecast for you. How about that? We'll play meteorologist for you uh, and tell you what to get ready for during a game that uh, maybe might be a little tougher than we thought because of the weather. We'll find out. Anyways, preview and prediction coming up next on Buckeye Breakdown. We've got the whole crew together as we cover Ohio State with our instant analysis from Ohio State. There's something that doesn't feel right. Unbelievable effort from him today. Is EJ Liddell going to crack the first team all Big Ten? I think he can be the guy. I'm not trying to start a quarterback controversy. He seems to have the durability. He certainly has the toughness is the question on a lot of people's minds here. Welcome to Buckeye Breakdown. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on Friday morning, and welcome to Buckeye Breakdown as we start week nine for the Ohio State Buckeyes. They're making a trip to Evanston, third road game of the year, this time to play the Northwestern Wildcats, who just two years ago were in the Big Ten championship game. And unfortunately, they don't look like the same team that played in the Big Ten championship game a couple seasons ago. I'm Brendan Gulick, along with Craig uh, Craig Heisen. Thanks for hanging out, and, and uh, please support this channel by subscribing to the YouTube channel. and. Um, we sure would love if you if you hit the notification bell so you know every time we post new content. Most of the time we're live, although this morning uh, we are recording this episode. That said, it is a video podcast in addition to an audio podcast. So we're going to get this out of the way early. I'm not letting you off the hook, Craig. You know, sometimes football players, by the time we get to like early November, you got to tough it out. You got to figure out a way to to work through, to perform through some bumps and bruises. And uh, for those of our friends that are joining us, on YouTube that can actually see. We're going to let you show the, uh, the that you're playing hurt today. So I am playing hurt. If you're uh, watching this on YouTube, you see the uh, 10 stitches on the thumb. So a lot of Ohio State players right now are playing uh, banged up. So, you know, us podcasters and you reporter, Brendan, uh, we need to we need to play hurt sometimes as well. So we're going to gut this one out, even though I cannot feel my hand right now. That's, uh, that's not good. <laughs> And, it is not. Uh, I don't want to hear any excuses the next time we play golf. Uh, let your thumb, <laughs> you know, if you're only playing with nine fingers or whatever. Right. There. I'm lucky to have a thumb. I'll just that's, say that. Uh, so. That's a nasty scar for but, those who are not joining us uh, on the video side. Maybe we spared you. Uh, yes. Yeah. That was, that's, that's pretty gross. But we're yeah. playing hurt, so that's okay. We um, are. We are. On to Northwestern and what should be a uh, blustery day, as you alluded to in the opener. Yeah, let's just get to the weather. I mean, it it uh, all week it looked like no, this might be a pretty good uh, pretty good weekend. And frankly, mm-hmm. in Columbus, the weather looks awesome this weekend. We're talking about a high in like the mid sixties, which is fine, uh, but a sixty percent chance of rain starting in the morning and then maybe letting up as the day goes along. Mm-hmm. But with winds consistently, they're saying of twenty five to thirty miles an hour and gusts to forty. Ew, that's yeah. not uh, that's not good. We need to get a petition to Kevin Warren and 
quickly to see if we can move the game to Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be yeah, it's going to be uh, nasty. You know the weather's going to be nasty when the opening over under for the game was sixty three and a half, and now it's down. I've seen it as low as um, as low as fifty four on some yep. sports books. So that's a huge jump. Clearly, weather is going to play a major factor Saturday. Um, Coach Day hit on it today in the uh, conference call, um, just saying they have a backup plan just in case it gets super nasty and they can't run the plays they want to run. Um, <laughs> looking at the forecast, it made me think back to to growing up and remembering uh, Maurice uh, Claret have a great game against Northwestern and died for that one touchdown. And he had the purple all in the back of his uh, jersey from the Northwestern end zone. So. We're going to see that Saturday for sure. It's going to be nasty. Northwestern, uh, you know, I, it's kind of hard to wrap your wrap your arms around this team. I don't, I don't know that I think they stink, but their record's not good. They're one it's and not. seven, and they've lost seven in a row. I mean, they gave up thirty three points to Iowa last week, <laughs> um, which is saying something. Yes. Um, but they played Penn State really tight. Yeah, they only lost um, by 10 to Penn State, which is shocking. Yeah. Um, you know, their one win, obviously, was the season opener in a game that may have been more Nebraska lost the game than Northwestern won the game. But they still, you know, they still won a Big Ten game. You know, I I, I think about what I see with this Northwestern team, and, and they haven't been very good against the run. Maybe that's a great recipe for the combination of bad weather and an Ohio State team determined to get better in the run game. Maybe that's a good thing for this week. I, I just, when I think about a, a Fitzgerald coached, you know, wildcat team, it's typically a team that plays pretty good defense and typically a team that you watch play and think, man, they're tough. And I don't know that I have felt that way all year about them. I think maybe that's the nicest way to say it. Yeah. Yeah, you said it too there with Iowa. I mean, they, they scored 33 points, put up almost 400 yards, and and I think we both agreed after that Iowa game that was the worst offense we've seen in Division One major college football. So for that to happen last week, it's like, whoa, how what's going on at Northwestern? Because usually if they're not good on offense, they can, similar to Iowa, they can rely on their defense, but they don't even have that really going uh, this year other than a couple games. I mean, they lost to a – a four and five Miami, Ohio team. Um, you know, they, they, uh, played, um, Penn state tough, but other than that, a couple of really bad losses in there. And to me, it's like one of those teams where it's like, okay, the record doesn't really indicate how they're playing. All right. Kind of like Nebraska last year, the record didn't really indicate that team was got, got kind of unlucky and, and covered almost every game they played this Northwestern team. They can't even, really say anything positive about their one and seven season. So I, I I almost wonder, and I don't know how much of a hot take this is, but I, because I'm really not a hot take guy. I, I almost wonder if the fact that the forecast doesn't look very good might actually help Ohio state, because I wonder no matter what they say, no matter what everybody in the locker room is saying and, and working on, I have to think there is like that that sliver of complacency mentally that that you're sitting there thinking like, hey, we're playing a team that's one and seven. Mm -hmm. We just came off the biggest win we've had all year, and we're going to go on the road and we're going to pound a team that can't stop the run and that you know 
think they have like 362 yards of offense per game. And I almost wonder if the fact that the weather is going to be a factor might heighten Ohio State's focus a little bit. I don't know how that affects the final score, but I I half wonder if it if it would um, allow Ohio State to to stay focused and their attention to detail is slightly better. Not to say they wouldn't turn it over, but that they might not make sloppy mental mistakes. Does that make sense? No, I think that's a great point. It kind of keeps uh, Coach Day like not letting these guys kind of relax. Um, but they're, you made, you said a great point there. Like they're one and seven, you know, you're kind of going in like, Hey, we could play our third string guys and, and beat these guys pretty easy. But I think you, you make a great point where you say the weather kind of keeps coach day, kind of keeps that in this back pocket. Like, Hey guys, it can get really nasty. Like we might not be able to do the things that we want to do. We might not be able to air it out as much as we would like to. And yeah, I think that definitely keeps the guys attention this week. Like, Hey, we can't take them lightly. The ball is going to be super wet. Who, you know, these weird bounces that can happen on their long grass field that they got, and it's going to be sloppy. And and uh, I just, my biggest hope is that no one comes hurt out of this game if it is nasty as they're saying it's going to get on Saturday. I mean, health is obviously paramount this time of year, right? I mean, yeah. you, you look at the schedule and you say, hey, we're we're two thirds of the way through the season, and so far, eight no. It's your first opportunity to play a game after the college football playoff rankings came out. So you know that your resume is such that the committee thinks you're the number two team in the country. And as it shakes out, you know, number one, Tennessee's playing number three, Georgia. One of those two teams is going to lose a game. If it's a decisive loss or if it's a close loss, I guess we'll see how that impacts the rankings. But you would think that the team that wins that game will probably be the number one team in the country. But I still think it's playing into Ohio State's hands that they've been impressive enough that the committee thinks, no, you are clearly right now one of the top four teams in the nation. And people are going to watch the game and understand that if the weather is brutal, that's going to you know, factor into people's, uh, into people's decisions and how to you know, interpret what they see this weekend. But I, I guess I also feel like Ohio State's the kind of team that isn't too one-dimensional. And yeah, I, I fully recognize that I haven't run the ball very well in the last couple of weeks. Well, they've also played two pretty darn good defenses. And and the reality is they didn't turn the ball over late in the game when they were trying to seal it off. So, you know, I, I don't know what the stats are going to be like this weekend, but I think it's fair to say the Buckeyes are going to try to make running the football a priority. And CJ Stroud has been fine in bad weather before. So, you know, Goofy things happen. It's college yeah. football, man. But I, I expect them to play well. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13.
Yeah, he played great. The Michigan State game this this uh, earlier this year was super windy. I mean, it was 20, 25, 30 that day, and he had one of the best games of his career and six touchdowns. So um, not too worried about how he's going to play in bad weather. But, yeah, they're going to definitely have the emphasis on running the ball, especially considering how these last two weeks went. I get, my question for you is, Brennan, is um, Mayan Williams going to play? I know he, there were some clips of him coming off of practice yesterday looked like he was walking really well and Travion was actually the one that looked like he was kind of limping around in the clips that I saw on social media so what are you hearing there about Mayan playing this weekend is he going to be on a pitch count or is he full go yeah I mean I unfortunately I haven't heard anything and I think everybody's kind of asking those same questions is what's the deal here Ryan Day even going back to Tuesday this week was you know pretty buttoned up when he said look we're we're not going to talk about injuries. We're just not going to talk about it. And if if there's something that's serious and somebody's going to be out long term, he would let us know that. Uh, or if it's not serious, he would say something like, you know, it's not a serious injury. Um, but in terms of what's he dealing with and how bad is it or whatever, I mean, we know what happened. You know, he got kind of got caught up in the chain uh, on that first down a run to the, I guess it'd be the top of the screen. If you're watching at home to the far sideline, if you're in the stadium, um, you know, it, it seemed to mess up his, his fingers, his hand, his forearm, his shoulder. I mean, it, it sort of looked like everything was a little out of whack. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're going to get the availability availability report on Saturday morning. I hope he plays. I'm sure they're going to be extra cautious with every guy on this roster that, you know, you know you need if you're going to try to win a national title. It's just another moment where depth is being tested. But, yeah, I think I think it wouldn't surprise me if we saw a little bit more of Dallin Hayden or a little bit of Chip Trainum, mm -hmm. you know, in the backfield. But Ohio State's not going to do that unless they feel like they either, A, absolutely have to because the other guys are either ineffective or hurt, or, B, the game is in hand. I don't think you're just going to see your third and fourth string running back out there just because. So uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at with the whole Mayan injury. Yeah, the, the toughest challenge to me, and no offense to the opponents the next two weeks, but it's going to be Ohio State being sharp and getting rest at the same time and that fine line that Coach Day is going to have to, to walk because they played a really grueling game last week against Penn State. A lot of key players on defense played every play. So it would be nice Saturday to kind of get those guys some rest, but at the same time you can't sit them the whole game. you got to keep them sharp but you got to kind of be cautious with, you know, how many snaps they are getting. And hopefully the second half, we can kind of turn it over to the second and third teamers and see some guys that honestly, I think I'm surprised some of them haven't got gotten the PT uh, yet to this point. Uh, first guy that comes to mind is Cameron Martinez, you know, seeing him, we'd love to see him the whole second half Saturday. Um, Ronnie Hickman, Lathan Ransom played the entire game against Penn State. I don't think they came off the field for a single play. Tanner McAllister almost played every single play. So getting the, getting some of those guys some rest, um, especially leading into the Maryland game, because um, they kind of like to air it out a little bit more, and they're going to be tested a little bit because uh, Maryland's got some good receivers too. Um, so this week it's key to hopefully Ohio State builds enough of a lead where they can kind of rest some guys in the second half. Obviously you got Indiana between now and then, but certainly yeah. Maryland is a team that can go through the air. And, you know, to your point, yeah, I mean, the – once you get through that middle part of the schedule where you're playing Michigan State and Penn State and Iowa, I, I guess it was Michigan State, then Iowa, then Penn State, mm -hmm. but you get my point. 
at the beginning of the year, when you're looking at the schedule, you kind of look at, okay, you open with Notre Dame. That could be tough. You got two non-conference games. You open league play with Wisconsin. And then you got a couple winnable games, you know, in conference play that you think are, are going to be there. Obviously Rutgers is not a great team. Um, and Michigan state, you know, it was hard to know in the preseason how good they were going to be. They were way better than we thought they would be last year. This year they hit the portal hard again and it hasn't worked out very well for them. But you kind of look in the middle of the schedule and think like, okay, that could be a challenging stretch. But after Penn State, I just I'm not super worried looking at the schedule about Ohio State playing Northwestern and Indiana and Maryland in consecutive games. Obviously, it's all building up toward November 26th when you get your shot at revenge with with Michigan. So, yeah, it's it's got to be about balancing health and sharpness. But Ryan Day continues to say, look, man, we don't care who we're playing. It's about us. And if Mm -hmm. we want to win a national championship, we got to figure out how to execute like the best team in America, every single time we take the field, what we hope will be 15 times. Uh, and this week they got Northwestern and they got to go out and, and try to be clinical about the way they execute. Yeah, North Northwestern has some good players. I mean, they have a, a potential top 10 pick in their um, tackle. Uh, sorry if I say his name wrong, but Skaronsky, I think how you say that. He's going to be – they got a lot of guys uh, have him um, going top 10 in the draft. I mean – Hall, the running back, ran for a thousand yards last year. Good player. Um, it's just crazy how fast they've declined from that 2020 making the Big Ten title game. Yeah, um, it's it's you never really see um, a Fitzgerald team that can't play defense. So that's the most shocking part. No doubt. All right, your final score prediction. What do you got? So if the weather is what they're calling for, if we get any 40 mile an hour gusts, this might change. But if the weather is what they say, I'm going to go 56 to seven with a little mm. asterisk. If they, if it does get super bad, I'm going to go 42 to seven. Way to really, really hammer it down. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm actually going, what do you 40, got? I'm going 41 to seven because I think we're going to see Ohio State kick two field goals. Um, I am anticipating that the forecast is going to be what it is uh, and that it might be difficult um, to to consistently move the ball through the air. And I expect the offense to be fine. I don't think this is going to be a particularly close game. There's a reason the spread is 38, which is crazy to me. We're talking about a Big Ten team, and Ohio State's almost a 40-point favorite. Um but I think they're gonna think they're gonna struggle a little bit with some of the crazy weather. So it's not really the wind, honestly, that I no. that I'm concerned about. It's it's rain, and if it is raining during the game and it's 40 mile an hour wind, it's tough to play in. So mm-hmm. I don't know that we're gonna see the offense throw up 50 on uh, Saturday. Although I don't know, I guess it wouldn't surprise me. They <laughs> they tend to do a lot of things that don't surprise anybody anymore. So they gotta they gotta play the weather, obviously, but. They are going for the FBS record this weekend. Yep. So 69 straight games with 20 or more points. So I of feel course that's pretty it's, good about that. Yeah, unless it's a, a monsoon, a biblical monsoon, we should get that. Um, so be cool to break that record. I think Ryan Day, 70 of 71 games um, for him. All the only time, the last time they didn't score over 20 was uh, was OU. Uh, before Ryan Day was here, but I saw a stat. I think it was 70 to 71 games. Um, he scored over 20 himself. So, yep, it's it's uh, 
Going to be a record-breaking day. I think C.J. Stroud, another thing to look for. He needs, I think, uh, four more touchdowns to move into um, top five all-time with Big Ten. Um, so that's another thing that, that could go down uh, on Saturday. Looking forward to watching Ohio State on the road Saturday afternoon in Evanston. We'll have you covered on BuckeyesNow.com, and we'll certainly talk to you post-game with our instant analysis show. For Craig Heisen, I'm Brendan Gulick. Thanks for spending some time with us on Friday morning here, and I uh, hope you'll subscribe to the YouTube channel. This podcast posts as an audio-only version wherever you like to find your favorite podcast. So if you're listening after the fact, please know that most of the time we do these live, and you can uh, see that over on our YouTube channel. And again, BuckeyesNow.com for all the latest. Have a great rest of the day. Enjoy the uh, high school football playoffs all around the country, but certainly some great games around the state of Ohio. And looking forward to the big Ohio State Saturday.